Do you feel like you don't have time to manage your time? You think working faster will pay off and the faster you go, the more you'll get done. Being busy doesn't mean you're being productive. In fact, busyness can actually be a hindrance to your productivity. Don't wear the crown of being busy proudly. The busier you are, the less productive you are probably being. Making time for time management is like using a wish to ask for more wishes. You are using up a wish, but you're getting a whole lot more in return. You'll be using up some time that it doesn't seem like you can actually spare it, but you will get a whole lot more time in return. Just like learning how to declutter your home, the amount of work in the beginning when you are sorting through everything, prioritizing what needs to be kept, where it should be kept, and discarding the things that you no longer need, but the results are a clean, tidy home. Learning time management will make your life easier and more productive for years to come, and it will help you add more hours to your day to do what you love when it doesn't seem like you have any extra hours to find, to do what you're passionate about, to spend more time with your kids, to do what God has called you to do, to spend more time figuring out the calling that God has on your life if you don't know it yet. Remember, it's the unplanned, in-the-moment decision-making that most often kills productivity. You have to make time to plan. Make time to manage your time effectively if you want to be productive. Hold on to your coffee tight. You are going to need it today. Hey mama, welcome to Restored Mama. Do you wish your days didn't go by in a blur because you are so busy? Ready to kill it as a homeschool mom trying to juggle home, family, and business as well? Does it feel like you're just trying to survive the day until you put your kids to bed? Do you need a time management strategy to balance it all? Hey, I'm Jen. I too was a mom that was trying to do it all, but accomplishing nothing. I too felt worn out and drained and wished for freedom and balance in my life. I wanted to enjoy life and live out the calling God placed on me, but I kept telling myself life was always going to be this busy and I would never escape being that hot mess mom who lost her identity to motherhood until I found structure and time management strategies that actually work. In this podcast, you will find ways to prioritize to help you balance it all, learn habits to bring ease in your day, God-centered conversations to help you focus on what is really important and ways to enjoy motherhood so that you will be able to go to bed feeling accomplished and loving life again. Warm up that cold coffee, kick up your feet. You deserve a break. If you didn't already hear last week, I created something so special, a course called Ditch the Overwhelm. It's a biblical approach to time management. So are you ready to find balance and time to pursue God's call in your life? It's time to find balance in your busy mom life so you can have the time to do what God has called you to do. Learn how to manage your time effectively through time management routines and systems so you can free up more time than just the little cracks in your day. Keep that short fuse at bay and avoid feeling so spread thin. It is possible and so much easier than you think. Imagine if you no longer felt pulled in multiple directions. Your short fuse rarely showed its face anymore. And you could go through your day without all the noise, mess, and clutter messing with you. Imagine if you had a set of routines in place that made your day simple, and you knew you were functioning in the role that God has called you to, and you had time to actually do it. This initial launch of the course is going to get you the cheapest that it will ever be. I wanted to give you a great price, so it wasn't a hindrance for you to be able to go through this course and make some life-changing things happen in your home. 
If you are part of the Facebook community, I'm doing a raffle for 50% off of the course for one lucky mama. So come on over and get in on that. Just make a post on the page that you want to be entered into the raffle for 50% off of the course, and I will put your name in there. There's still a few days left. This is the last week, though. So if you want to find out more about the course, you can head on over to bit.ly slash ditch the overwhelm mama to check out what it has to offer. I even lay out what is in each of the modules for you and the bonus that's included. Also in May, my coaching prices are going to increase. My time's getting less and the demand for one-on-one time management coaching has increased. So this course gives you a more affordable option. Plus, if you purchase the course and you do want one-on-one coaching with me still, you will get 50% off for being a student. I needed to think of a way to get you the best option as possible to learn to implement all these time management systems at the cheapest rate possible for you. This will give you the ability to free up your time and live out your amazing calling in your life. This course is going to launch April 17th. Mark your calendars. I created this because my podcast content has great things that you can implement, but oftentimes you need to go deeper. You need that help to walk you through, and this course offers just that. Plus, it dives deeper than you will ever get in this podcast, going through step-by-step instructions and walking you through it. It gives you step-by-step guidance. I even have created a workbook for you to work through, specifically created by me. I can't wait to get it out to you. It is going to change things dramatically in your home. So right now I'm sitting in my office. It's after the kids bedtime and I am so tired too. I was so busy getting this course finished. I totally missed my deadline for recording this episode for you. See, it happens to the best of us, but don't worry. I got it out on time. I did it. I am so proud of myself. Planning your time ensures that you have more time to work on your biggest priorities. With more time to strategize, you have more time to focus on achieving your goals, your dreams, and your aspirations. Poor time management means you don't have time to make progress on your biggest goals that you wish you could make progress on. Then you just end up spinning your wheels, getting nowhere. Today is just a small tidbit of a portion of what you're going to get when you sign up for the course. Managing your time may seem like it's a pointless, pointless endeavor because you have so much to do. But I would argue that that is the main reason that you need to take the time to learn to manage your time more effectively. So how do you even start? Where do you start? When you're so overwhelmed, taking on something new can seem daunting. But I am going to bring you two very simple places to start. One of them, not quite as simple. It has a little bit more of an emotional attachment to it, but we'll get there. We'll work through it. The first thing is inventory your roles and responsibilities. I want you to first inventory what all your roles and responsibilities are. This list might get really long. Be prepared. Mine was super long when I first did it. And I want you to be intentional with your emotions when you look at that list. Don't get overwhelmed seeing it all written down on paper. I know it looks like a lot. When I first put it all on paper, I was shocked. I knew it seemed like a lot, Then when I saw it written down, it confirmed what I'd been feeling all along. Just ignore those feelings of desperation and wanting to throw the paper out the window. I know those feelings, but please suppress them. You need to start somewhere and this is the best place for you to start. So what are your roles and responsibilities? I want you to write them down. This could be any number of things. What do you do consistently? Like your roles could be you're a mom, you're a wife, 
you are a business owner, an entrepreneur, an employee, a daughter, a chauffeur, a wife, a teacher, a chef, all the things, and many more. Some of your responsibilities are maybe you have animals to care for, you have to clean, you have to cook, you have homeschool, or you have to help your kids with their homework, you run a business, and the many responsibilities that go along with that. You have laundry, you have to pay bills. The list goes on and on. I want you to get detailed. List it all out, just everything that comes to mind that you are responsible for. Even if you've already outsourced it, you are still responsible for making sure it's done, so I want you to put it on the list. Say you have a cleaning lady come to your house. Cleaning still has to get done. I want that on your list. This is not a to-do list for just one-off things that need to get done once and you won't be doing it again. Like for us, we have to purchase hay for the feed for the horses every so often. That's a one-off thing. Just when we start to get low on feed, we purchase it again. That doesn't go on this list. That's for the brain dump, your weekly schedule that we talk about in other episodes and then in the course. This is a list of the consistent things that are reoccurring that you're responsible for making sure get done. So what's the point of writing out this long list of all the things that you have to do other than making you feel stressed and defeated just by looking at it? Well, that's the point. It's to keep you from getting stressed and defeated. In the course, I help you to turn these responsibilities into routines and it lightens the load immensely. We're not going that deep in this episode. We're not going to turn all this into routines, but we are going to take this list a step further. So you wrote down all your roles and responsibilities. Is it as much as you thought? Is it more? Is it less than what you feel like you have to do? That might be a good feeling. It was more for me. It validated my feelings of having too much to do, but it was more than I thought that I had to do once I started writing it out. So that takes me to two. Number two is delegate. You don't have to do it all on your own. I talk about the busy crown a whole lot. It's not a crown that you want to wear. Be proud to say that you aren't busy. If you're too busy, you're either doing too much or you aren't doing it right. One or the other or a combination of both. So before you start canceling out these things that you really want to do that are important to you just because you don't have the time, I want you to try to learn to manage your time then maybe you don't need to miss out on all that you want to do. Maybe there are still some things that you need to miss out on just because there are other things that take priority, but it's because you are placing other things in priority. It's not because you just feel like you have too much to do and you need to miss out on it. There's a reason for it. So you have your responsibilities list. Now I want you to separate it into two columns. One is the things that only you can do. Like you can't have anybody else do it. And this doesn't mean that you don't like the way other people do it. It doesn't mean that you don't want other people to do it. It doesn't mean that you like the way you do it the best, so you're just going to do it. It truly means that only you can do it, like nursing your baby. Unless somebody else can give your baby a bottle, you probably are the only person that can nurse your baby. So that is something that only you can do. Delegating is hard for a lot of people. It's really hard for me, not as much anymore, but it used to be extremely difficult. It's simple in practicality, but it might be difficult for you to actually do too. It takes relinquishing control. And if you have heard me talk about this at all, I like to be in control. Everybody who knows me probably knows this to some extent. I do like to be in control. 
But I've learned over the years that I can't always be in control. I can't have control over everything. And that can be difficult. If you're too enamored with your own way of doing things, you will never learn to delegate well. You have to teach someone to do the task. And then you have to be able to relinquish the control and be able to let them just do it how they see best. The key to that is that it gets done, not that it gets done your way. It took me a long time to learn to do this, and it took me a long time to realize that key. It's just that it gets done. It doesn't have to get done my way. They can do it the way that they want, as long as it's getting done. Sometimes I still want to take control back of certain things because I like how I do them better. And I know that. I know it's just because I like how I do it better. It doesn't mean that they're not doing it or it's not being done correctly. It's just I like how I do it better. But does that really matter? For example, the dishes. My husband is amazing. I really am blessed. I could find things to complain about him and I know he could find things to complain about me. But overall, he is absolutely amazing and just what I needed in my life. But one thing, and he knows this, I joke about it with him. But when he does the dishes, water gets everywhere. And I mean everywhere. And I know many of you are like, oh, wow, I wish my husband did the dishes. (laughs) I know I am a lucky lady, but he does the dishes after dinner every night since I cook. And then while he's cleaning up the kitchen, I get to spend some time with the kids and just relax and take a break since I'm going all day long. And then I put the younger boys to bed. Well, when he's done, water is all over the place. (laughs) If there was anything around the sink, it is now soaked. Now, I think it's funny. In the beginning, I would get annoyed, and sometimes I just wanted to tell him that I'll take care of it, I'll do the dishes. I restrained myself because I knew that was his way of contributing and giving me some time to relax, and it was his way of showing me love. Several years later, it's just a joke, and it doesn't bother me. I just make sure nothing important is is around in the splash zone, but if I really wanted to, I could have shut him down, and instead of laughing about it, I could have told him to stop because he's making a mess and I'm better at it. When in reality, I'm not better at it at all. I just do it differently. If I had done that, he would have felt shot down and that's his way of showing me love. I would be not showing appreciation or accepting that. I don't want to do that to my husband. And honestly, I want to, <laughs> I want him to keep doing the dishes so that way I can have a little relaxing time with the kiddos in the evening. So if I would have handled it poorly, he wouldn't want to do the dishes again. He would just say, okay, fine, do it. It may not always be in relation to your marriage. Maybe it's a family member, one of your kids or a friend, and they want to help. They may not do things the same way, but they'll get done. And they'll probably get done well if you give them a chance. If you hoard these responsibilities to yourself, you are not only hurting yourself, you are depriving someone else of learning how to do something new or of being able to help in a way that they would really enjoy and to show them how much they care about you. Don't look at it as if you're just delegating and putting a burden on someone else. It might be a burden to you, but it doesn't mean it's a burden to someone else. Look at it as if you're giving them an opportunity to serve and to use gifts and talents that God has given them to be able to gain more knowledge. I want you to look at your delegation list. Everything that you put on that column I want you to write next to each of them, write someone that you think would be good at that or would be willing to help in that area. 
Once each delegation task has a name next to it, it's time to plan how you're going to talk to them about it and when. This doesn't need to be some big thing, just a simple ask, but you still need to be intentional about it. You need to show them how much you appreciate them and why you would like them to help in this way. Then you need to teach them how to do that task that you're asking of them. This will take more time in the beginning, but once you have everything delegated and you've taught them how to do it, and you've relinquished control for them to be able to do it the way that they want to, as long as it gets done, all you have to do is oversee it and make sure that it gets done. That frees up so much more time for you. Delegation is a really difficult thing for many people, especially us busy moms who sometimes it's just easier to do it ourselves, we think. Like when your child wants to come and help you clean the counters, it might take twice as long, but you're teaching them how to do it, and then eventually they're going to be able to do it for you. So delegation doesn't mean it's easy in the beginning. You're looking long-term at this. Delegation means next week, next month, and for some big things, maybe it's next year. But you're looking in the future, and you're opening up and freeing up time for yourself to be able to do more things that are only things that you can do. Say you have a business and you want to see it grow and flourish, but there's so many things that only you can do in that business. You can find things that you can delegate in other areas of your life to free up time to focus on that big thing, your big goal for that year with the business. You can't reach that goal if you don't have extra time to devote to it. Delegating can give you that extra time to devote to your business to be able to reach that goal. These two things are very simple, but once you do them, you will see immediate results. If you want to dive deeper into this, head on over to bit.ly slash ditch the overwhelm mama to register today for the course. You can sign up today and on April 17th, you will get the link to log in and get started. Don't forget, this is the last week to get in on the 50% off raffle. So come on over to the Facebook group and comment that you want to be entered into the raffle to win. The winner will be announced April 17th with the course launch. I love you, Mama. I hope you have a great week and I'll talk with you over in the Facebook community. Bye for now. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you liked the episode, please take a moment to leave a review. This helps to get Restored Mama out there into the world to help more mamas like you find the joy and freedom in the restoration God has waiting for them. If you like Mama's show, leave a review. It will help her get seen. I would love to hear your story, where you're at, and what you're hoping to learn and gain from Restored Mama. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast at gmail.com to fill me in on your journey. I can't wait to hang out with you again next time. Until then, I hope this has blessed you today, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do in your life.